Blog Talk Radio. Mozart, 
The love received so far has been so hard. There's a few dudes to run, but they medulla they sharp. Man, they so soft. Don't be thrown off any Zolar. Avoid them at all costs, like raccoons or skunks. But back to the regular schedule program. The program is sponsored by Seven Heaven. What else in hell can you get an open line to heaven at 11-11? Emerge at the other end of those meditation portals and elevated walk tools. Even some abort tools. Any questions, comments, or concerns, press one. To everyone else, thanks for attending another session. I'm pleased to teach, but it's an honor to learn. Certainly, courtesy of KTL University. Oh, please don't be frightened. I'm terribly sorry about this. You are. family peace to you and yours this is know the ledge radio and you are now rocking with the best yes indeed this is your host brother blue very soon to be joined by my co-host brother red hopefully we will be joined tonight as well kt all right so i definitely want to welcome the family back uh it's a very special episode, of course. A lot has transpired since we last spoke. Um, so let me get the show on the road. Let me go and open up the line, bring in one of my co-hosts, brother from the 404-492. Peace. Peace, peace. Yes, indeed. Yes, indeed. All right. <clears throat> Peace, peace, family. How are you? All is well. All is well. All right. We got our brother KT checking in. Okay. What's the temperature down where you are in the south? What's good? Oh, man. Uh, I mean, I, I, I think it doesn't matter what part of the globe you're at right now unless you're at ground zero. In St. Louis, um, is definitely a heaviness and a sickness in the air. There's definitely some weight up in the air now. This weight, we felt this weight before. We seem to feel this weight over and over again. This is a this is a consistent heaviness um, that we keep on experiencing. Enduring, right. Enduring, yes, um, that, uh, you know, the tipping point, <laughs> the tipping point, people, um, it just comes to a time where things have to change, you know? Yes, yes, and so much is expected of us in regards to maintaining that endurance, you know what I'm saying? We're just expected to be able to carry this weight and press it. You know, again, because they look at us and they see the Hulk. Man. You understand? Yeah, but Hulk smash. <laughs> but Hulk smash. A Hulk smash. You go to the line. You go to the line and, 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 yes, 
Let me bring in our other co-host, brother that goes by the name of Red Pill. Call it from 347. Peace. The, the raw pillar. Peace, peace, peace. Yes, indeed. What's up, brother? How you family. doing? All is well. Peace to the family. Welcome to Know the Ledge Radio. It's your brother, Red. Now, I want to have some, um, yeah, some very real and candid conversations with you two brothers because I feel a certain way um, simply because, you know, I don't know what this, how this translates to the future to our younger men and women, you know what I'm saying, who share the noble distinction of being classified in society, you know, the way that, uh, you know, we all can relate to. Whether those designations are colorable terms such as black and brown or, you know, we want to say Moors or we want to say Hebrews or, you know, the, the, the 12 tribes of this or the 12 tribes of that. You know what we're talking about. We're talking about, you know, those youth in this country that are targeted targeted, you know, because of uh, who they are, what legacy they belong to in that particular lopsided position in quote-unquote society, you know? So let me read the definition real quick to society because we're going to be talking about this uh, and I want to get an understanding, you know, because... In essence, you know, what we're talking about is people sharing one geographical location but living in two different worlds. So how do you reconcile that, okay? So they said a society is a group of people involved in persistent interpersonal relationships or a large social grouping sharing the same geographical or social territory, typically subject to the same political authority and dominant cultural expectations. Human societies are characterized by patterns of relationships between individuals who share a distinctive culture and institutions. A given society may be described as a sum total of such relationships amongst its constituent members. Okay? So, what we're talking about by definition is that in essence, by definition, right, we share the same society as everybody that's participating in this experiment that we call the quote-unquote United States. Tell your children at this point, based on the set of circumstances that we are witnessing, where very clear, coherent messages being sent out, they're saying, look, we do not value the life, the security, or the protection will not be promised, can't be guaranteed, and it's not even a focal point of the way the society is pretty much operating itself, you know, for your little boys. So what would you tell your sons? Have you spoken to your children about these situations? Do they understand what's taking place? How do they feel? KT, I'm going to let you go and answer that because I'm going to go through right. a tunnel and when I come out, I answer it. Okay, cool. Well, see, that's 
that's the interesting thing. Um, as opposed to talking to my, but prior to me talking to my children, I, I had to talk to my father um, in regards to this because um, I was, uh, you know, I was I was at a loss. I wasn't at a loss internally in terms of who I am. I was just at a loss because, like I said, this is just something that we continue to endure. It just keeps happening. It's insanity. It's repeating the same thing over and over again and thinking something different is going to end up coming out of it. Um, so I, I had to talk to my father and just, and just get his take on things. And um, and to sum it up, it's at the point now where there's really nothing for us to tell our children. We can't tell them anything anymore. We have to show them. The children have to be able to visually see an action take place because we, we spend a lot of time, me included, taking our finger and on the space-time continuum we seem to point into the past. Some of us get caught in the religious text 200 years ago. Others get caught up in the slavery in the diaspora. But then there's a good majority of us that's able to look past that to our greatness. But still in looking all of that, we're just looking at the past. We're looking at what our forefathers have done for us, what they've sacrificed what we've created, what we invented, what we innovated, what what trails we blazed. And with all this, this juice, with all of this inspiration, with all this nutrition, these nutrients that we get by looking into the past, that we walk around with inside our DNA, inside our spirit, inside our body, in our melanin, we yet to apply all that greatness, we yet to reflect all that greatness. And until we are showing the youth through the actions that we are taking, then our words don't mean anything to them but words. Now, I'm not coming from a perspective as if I, I'm doing it to the utmost degree. You know, I, I put action down, but I talk as well. But it's a it's a collective effort that has to take place. You know, we keep getting caught up in the 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 debate of ideology amongst all these different houses of thought. However. We can't agree that there is a particular thought that we can all agree on, but for some for some strange reason, we seem to not be able to come together on that one particular thought, on that one particular thing. You know, food, clothes, and shelter, collective community, like minds come together, mobilize, do the action. As that starts to take place, it domino effects into other aspects that, that heal, that grow, that, that bring our community up to a higher level where situations like this can't happen. It, it won't happen. You know, I know I was, um, I forget who, who, who I was talking with the other day, and they, they would talk about the situation with Trayvon, him going out at night to go get the Skittles and the soda, where most people... You know, they might they might not care about a you know, Skittles and soda. What's that? That's harmless. 
you know, a child should be able to go to the store, get what he want. But we don't got no business eating no goddamn Skittle and soda no way. You know, it's just straight up drugs, it's straight up dope, it's poison given to us to, to dumb our mind down, to effeminate, you know, the males, to keep our mind from from understanding and, and perceiving and visualizing the problem that we're in and figuring out solutions in which to get out of. Now, I'm not saying Trayvon met his demise because of a, snick, a, a Skittle and a soda, but but that's what he was on his way to do, to go get that fix at that store. Am I trying to find a reason so I can blame Mike Brown? No, I'm not trying to find any reason to blame the late great brother. But what I'm saying is when a community is sound, when we reside within the great spirit, the the Wakantanda, the Wakanda, then guess what? Our borders are reinforced where no oppressive force externally can come with inside ourselves. And I know everybody's thinking, oh, that sounds real good. But no, it, it, it's actually going to be real good when we actually do the damn thing. There's a lot of people out here doing the work, getting the work in, blood, sweat, and tears for years. You know, we just had the release of the brother Sekou Kambui. You know, they celebrated that at the National Black Theater. Political prisoner finally comes home. Talk about doing the work. But we all have to play our part. Whatever that part is, I'm not saying that the guy who's a, a, a real get good good at, at computers needs to start loading up, you know, on the guns and the gats or anything like that. No, he needs to focus on the computer because guess what? There's some type of IT tech that we're going to need as well in whatever we're doing. But we all have to become more aware of what our roles are and act on our roles and stop spending so much time trying to perfect everything and just start moving because the children, they're going to watch us. They're going to see what we're doing. I know when I see my father go to work, it inspires me to go to work. When I see my big brothers getting it in, when I see them at the UN speaking, guess what? They inspire me to do. If y'all was on the corner or on the stoop not doing nothing, then guess what? It might not inspire me to do too much. Or if the only thing I knew that y'all were doing or my father was doing was chasing the goals created by a structure who doesn't have my best interest in heart, then guess what? I'd be a lost cause too. And my spirit, my spirit, which is so, so in turmoil, so much in despair, is going to cry, is going to, is going to reach out, is going to lash out for some type of attention, for some means of trying to express the injustice and the lack of truth within the, within the reality that I am in existence of in the present. The bullshit bubbles over. What else am I going to do but bust a window, but set a car on fire, bust somebody upset in the head with a brick? What else am I going to do? Because as you said and yet eloquently put post-blue, they only doing what they know because they ain't nobody. Forget sitting down talking to them. They ain't nobody showing them any different. Who Who is giving an example, a physical example, a real example of the play-by-play, the rights 
that one is supposed to go through in being served justice. Do they understand the precepts of my eye? Do they understand karma? Do they understand Saturn? No, ain't nobody telling them about no Saturn returns or showing them about Saturn returns, giving them any magic. Nobody's creating any wands. Nobody's giving them any incantations, affirmations, words of power. No, they're giving them they're giving them music videos and they're giving them dumbed down, extremely low frequency production, lacing rap tracks. They're giving them poisonous television. Constantly placed in their mind, they're giving them Wonder Bread and hot dogs and pizza and and French fries and soy. And then and then through the through the um the 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 explosion of the sexuality, then it gets exchanged between the male and the female force within inside a, a framework that is that is before the time of maturity. So then it creates a whole nother thought cloud of entity or energy that pervades over everything and, and they get caught within this muck, within this web, within the stickiness that they can't free themselves out of. And what physical application do they have to see to be used as an example to follow, to get up out that muck? Is there any emulsification present to degrease the gook? There is a way to get out of all of this, and it is a concentrated collective effort. The problem is, when one of us stands up and starts speaking along the lines of what to do and it's too much in contrast to the comfort of what the people are used to or the ideology that they believe in, then they subconsciously, sometimes consciously, decide to strip the individual down, to discredit and slander the individual but not pay attention to the essence, to the quintessence of the force that they're trying to put forth, that they're only channeling from a source of truth. So what do we do? We got to do something that we haven't done in a long time, people. We have to come together. There's no ifs, ands, and buts about it. No Caucasian police or any other color police or, or, or military personnel, whoever, mercenary, will not be able to step inside of a community whose borders, whose stronghold is reinforced spiritually and sound between the unification of the youth, its elders, and everybody in between, male and female, united. But we have to do it. It can't be speculation. We can't keep talking about the concept of it as if it's some animated film we're going to freaking draw and get a green light on. It's real life that needs to take place. And if we're not willing to put forth the effort to do the work, there ain't a goddamn word that we could say to any child that's growing up right now that they're going to hang on to and believe. Because they're going to say, what the hell are you doing? It sounds good, but what are you doing? Where the garden's at? 
where the supermarkets at, where the beauty supply store at, where the where the where the food store is at, where the security at, where the self defense at, where the military at, where the transportation at, where the education, where's the institution, where's the brick and mortar institution, university. We're still not at the point where we have one. We have no representation. So I'm down here in the South. I'm in the Bible Belt. I can't talk anyway about no Christian down here. I get to talking about Jesus. I, you know, I get shut down, not not in terms of, Intellectual conversation But the, the the mind of the individual I'm speaking to It just comes to an end Comes to a close Because I'm not on I don't have the Jesus chip I'm not on their frequency So yeah Like okay So where was that energy? All the Christians Coming together Praying to Jesus For the brother Why didn't it work? Because the chip That was put in your mind was not to benefit your word of power to bring forth what you need for your people. <laughs> it was to do the damn exact opposite. I'm not pointing a finger and pointing the blame at the Christian community. I'm not saying that they're the reason why this happened, but I'm, I'm just letting them know, based upon what happened, you can clearly see that that energy did not work. Now, what about on my end? You know, called, did I call the sword? Did I call Sekhmet? You know, did I call the power of Keparah? Did that work? None of it's going to work if we don't get on the same page. It doesn't have to be through ideology. It just has to be through the basics, precepts of food, clothing, shelter. It's a simple, simple plan, but it's so simple that it's too complicated for us to come together and do. So, well, you know, I'm not, you, I'm not, you know. I think that? you summed it all beautifully. And I think that uh, even more so, it's a perfect segue into tonight's program because what the brother's going to be speaking on speaks to this directly, you know, in terms of exploring what is it about what we keep implementing that doesn't make it work? Why doesn't our glue stick? You know what mm-hmm. I'm saying? What is it about the uh, the mortar that we're using where the bricks keep coming out of place? You know? And it's just a shaky foundation. House of cards. Why are we still implementing methods that were used 40, 50 years ago, you know, that didn't deliver the results that we desired, but we're still implementing and using these same methods? So what what is it about a people that makes them walk in circles? You feel me? Right. All right, let me open up Red's line. Right. I was like, yo, please open up this line because I got the perfect segue. You <laughs> understand? To that question right there. Our host would be there and be here in 10 minutes. But you asked, what is it that makes our people move in circles? And when you said that, 
you know, that could be identified as what we know as a revolution because the revolution is to revolve. You feel me? Right. We have to take, we have to sit back, stand back, fall back, look at the situation, and admit to ourselves that everything is working out as it was planned. And I, that's what I told my son. I said, everything is working out in fine detail. You understand? I made sure I went to his school Monday morning as a black man, a more aboriginal father. And, you know, he invited me to come and eat breakfast. They had a little breakfast thing where they were inviting the parents. I made sure that his classmates saw a black man, his father, in school with him. That's something that they don't see. Right. You know what I mean? First and foremost, wow. you know. Or, you know, simple demonstrations, just sitting down and eating breakfast with the whole class. And you should have saw their faces, the enlightenment. I didn't do anything special. I just showed up. They were happy. They said I was cool. And that's what's up. Now, let's talk about this situation. Somebody killed the black child in Harlem in the days when Bumpy Johnson was running things. What would happen? Sure. Because we're talking yeah, about revolving and revolution and what, and, and being honest about what era or what do we revolve back into. What would happen if the police killed the child in Harlem in the 60s? Exactly. Oh, that would have been dealt with. What would happen if they killed the oh, child in Oakland they, in the 60s? Hold on. They, they definitely could not return to the community and expect to be working in the community. But, man, they couldn't go home. What are you talking about? The family would have to move. And That's I don't right. care where they live. You could you could have lived in the most fortified uh, uh, European, Italian, Jewish, whatever settlement you want to claim. You Your family would move, bruh. If you put in work on any innocent black child in Harlem, you would have to leave New York City and go into witness protection. What happened in the 30s? But we were segregated, okay? If certain things got too much out of hand, you put your, you innocent, you took one of our children from us. We're talking about children, family. You're not talking about, oh, you shot a man or somebody. No, we're talking about children, your most sacred asset, okay? Your most sacred asset. Even fucking Tony Montana wouldn't kill the children. Let's For talk real. about this. So here we find ourselves. Post-12 years of slave, you niggas ran out and supported that. I'm not talking to our audience. Excuse me. You know, I don't want to get all frustrated and emotional because this thing doesn't even require that at the end of the day. I'm not crying about nothing. There's nothing to cry about. They showing their fangs. They showing their hands. And they doing what was prophesied by the Mayans, by the Hopi, by Elijah Muhammad, by Martin Luther King. By by everybody. They told you what's gonna happen. They told you what, was, what they was gonna do. They told you that they was gonna show you who they was. And when they show you who they are, niggas is so scary that they don't have no answers, and they they run scared because you want the illusion, you want the Maya, you want the veil over your eyes because it's a level of comfortability. You niggas want to play basketball, football. You just want to dunk, right? You know. Wanna, Want it all to be true. Just a week ago, you know? 
They just want that pat on the head. That's not what we're dealing with right now. So when you revolve, so you did 12 years of slave. You did the butler. You did the help. You know what I'm talking about? You did Django and all of these other slave paradigms. And KT is the one who came forth and shows you through the science that these people are able to, through Hollywood, through the Hollywood, through magic, they're able to put you in different time zones. They're able to retroactively revolve your ass back into a time, time frame reference, because time is not linear. It's, it's centrifugal. That's right. So you, you did right that your ass is back in these days because you accepted that. You didn't protest. You didn't. You didn't rally. You didn't tell the motherfucker stop making these movies. You know what I'm saying? You you allow the rappers, you allow the entertainers, you allow the influencer, the influential, to program our babies to kill each other and not to think anything about black lives. Black lives don't matter. Stop asking that question. I hate seeing those billboards because it doesn't matter. We all know it don't matter. You niggas still allowed in the play Bobby Schmurder. They they had uh, the girls on on um, Jimmy Fallon the same night that they was protesting, talking about try me, I'll kill your whole family. You ain't killing nothing but yourselves. Right. Shit is. I'm not dealing with the hypocrisy. I'm not gonna be one of those. You know, I'm separating myself from the hypocrisy asap. Don't don't don't. Thank you know what I mean? Like don't put me. Huh? I got soda. It's soda. I got biggest soda. Biggest soda. Your biggest, yeah, man. Most, your biggest enemy is those niggas right there. Trust me on that, because like I said, they were the ones that were supposed to put in the work. They were the ones that were supposed to quell all of these things that our people are suffering from. Because they said that they were the protectors, they were the they were the gangsters, they were the tough, they were the black hand, they were the heavy hand of the community. You niggas bought their albums, got tattoos on your face because of them. You know what I'm saying? You named your children after them, and they let you down. You know what I'm saying? I, I yo, they they work for the police. You know this. I know that you know this. I know that you know that this hip hop shit is all government. It's all it's all CIA. You know what I'm saying? It's all it all works hand in hand. The same. Goddamn corporations that own the record labels, own the prisons. You know what I'm saying? They probably some of their people was probably on the grand jury. It's all one happy family. And that's Friday we go ahead and we make a super investment in all them prisons, trampling everybody at Walmart. All the time, Black Friday, you niggas is in the club buying twelve hundred dollar bottles that cost three hundred. They cost thirty dollars in the liquor store. You know what I mean? Y'all in the strip club throwing all kind of money around every single night. Or if you're not doing it, your man's in them is doing it. Your whiz is doing it. Y'all in the strip club blowing off. Y'all paying all of these strippers money to do what? What did they do with it? What are they doing? What are they doing? Are they still paying for their tuition? I they think putting not. it back in the pot. They put it back they in the pot. Right so they putting it right back. They they funding they the beef. The they fund. Thank you. They're funding the tanks. They can buy some bombs. They're funding they the oppression. probes out into another galaxy so, so they can get stellar on you. One thing I know about Negroes, one thing I know about niggas, one thing I know about colored people, you know, whatever you want to call them, 
is the only thing that will make them wake up is uncomfortability. They're in the comfort zone. Them niggas is going back to sleep on Thursday. So this little window <laughs> that we got open where we could talk to our people and try to put some sense into their mind, you better pay, you better take full advantage of it because they're going back to sleep. There's nothing that's going to change. This is the same thing that has continuously happened. Remember, Absolutely. nothing nothing is different than what they have been doing since the Inquisition. Please get a twist. Don't don't get a twist. Punic wars. There's nothing. There's nothing different. The only thing that's different is your reaction. That's why I opened up yeah. and I asked, what would Bumpy Johnson, what would the Panthers, what would they do in those days? What would they do in the 80s if you took one of our babies? The only thing that changed, because they've been doing that, but the only thing that changed is the reaction. That's right, because we didn't react back then. We responded. We responded. The, 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 the only thing different. The ability to respond. The only thing different is the reaction of these niggas. And they, and, 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 and if, if they took the temperature of black America, and it shows that you niggas are really dead. What, what else you want? I looked at the map yesterday, all the protests going on. Near one state in the South was protesting, bruh. They had mm. they had Philadelphia, New York, um, Ferguson, and some other places. Go pull a map up. Nobody in the South was protesting. The South was majority black. They was hanging niggas in the South only a few years ago. What the fuck is going on with y'all? A few years you understand ago, what I'm saying? Still going on. No, I'm just saying, like, they're still going on. They're still hanging them in the South, so... You know, at the end of the day, I told my son, I've been bringing you to lectures since you was a newborn. You know, you've been hearing this information. You understand what I'm saying? You know, I'm not cutting no corners with them. I'm letting them know what it is. We at war. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? But the war that we're going to fight, we're going to survive the long run. We're not going to be out there acting all emotional and all retardo and whatnot. The minute you got to pick up a hammer, you know, that should be your last resort. Unless you say that you're militant. Now, if you're militant and you've been wasting our money and our time and our resources claiming militancy, you ain't fucking break a couscous in a fool fight. You ain't you done bust a couscous, a couscous vein in a fool fight yet. Yet. These niggas have been on the circuit for 10 years talking all of this stuff. Militant this. Black pride this. Haven't done, you, you, only person. Let me stop, man. I mean, if y'all going to continue to support all of that stupidness, that's what, if that's your version of entertainment or your version of consciousness entertainment, then you go ahead, you keep doing that. You know what I'm saying? I just know that, you know, I, I, I strive to be around real people who do real things in the real world. And a lot of this stuff is just showing me what's real and what's not, you know, and it helps me. It, it's helpful to me because, you know, I'm, we, we Scorpio. So we understand this underworld shit. You know, we know how to maneuver through things and we just use it to what we, we, we use it as data. Right. So. And let's, let's, let's not get, let's not get caught up. Also, um, in the whole racism thing, because you have a great deal of people that still refuse, uh, like I said, to to recognize the obvious in all of this. 
you know, that that this is just a coincidence, I guess, that black youth keep getting blasted time and time again in the media. People keep getting off. You know, yeah, it's just, it's just, this is just a coincidence. These guys yeah, have to be up to something wrong, but that's that, that self-hatred. You know, Come you on, can't man. talk racism to somebody who hates the people in themselves. You can't tell, so you can't use the term racism to a black Christian who thinks that he has the curse of ham. That shit doesn't register. Yeah, they think work. that they're cursed. They accept slavery. People pissing on top of their head and telling them that it's raining. They 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 want to take a brick to the face. All of these things all are expected. Yeah, <laughs> they want to bend over. You know what I'm saying? And, and let and let you know the European run up in them. These, these are the things that happen when you when you got that chip. You feel what I'm saying? That's what that chip right. dictates. So, I mean, keep teaching. This is what we do. We've been doing this. Support your own. Support media, uh, 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 KTL Media. Please support what we do. Because if anything showed you, if anything, once again, the Trayvon thing showed you this, but this is showing you again, if you don't have an outlet, they could tell you the news properly. You niggas keep watching Don Lemon. I'm going to just cut it short like that. But that's what y'all want. Because <laughs> there's something you know, so sweet about you, too, if you watch Don Lemon. Love, but you love, keep watching love. Don Lemon and reacting to what Don Lemon says and what he doesn't say, you know what I mean, and think that he's even a real man and he's supposed to have any kind of uh, uh, consideration or, uh, uh, you know, I mean, come on. And that's what, if that's where you at with it, then... You know, you're going to take the – because we're in an information age, and it's an information war, and knowledge is power. So if you're not – if you get your power from Don Lemon, then, hey, what can I tell you? You know what I'm saying? But we're You here. know, as I always say, is Hollywood CNN or CNN Hollywood? Y'all want to listen to CNN and think they're giving y'all the scoop, the real deal? But then when I come on and start doing Hollywood Dakota, people want to always ask, well, how is this relevant to the community? What am I going to get out of this? I'm like, I'm giving you the news. You turn on 4, 6, 11 every day, watch a film, watch a flip, watch a movie, and I'm actually giving you the true current events. You know what I'm Mm -hmm. saying? KP the arts degree, breaking down the films so you can get an idea, get a scope of everything that's going on. 20 years ago, Ebola came out with the movie Outbreak. They told you how they did it, how they had it originate in the Congo in the movie, and then in 1976, they say that the Ebola is named after the river that's in the Congo. Like, come on, man. Mm-hmm. You know, <laughs> but but what's relevant about what I'm talking about? So, you know, Captain America decoded. I just put the video up today. It's on my Hollywood Decoded Facebook page. Y'all want to put y'all money somewhere during Black Friday or, or rather Brown Friday now over this weekend? Support it's all the black Friday. businesses. I know everybody is aware of a black business, oils, incense, clothing, hats. You got Kings County right there on 125th with Red Pill. You know, you got the, the, the God pieces with, with, with Blue Pill, with the crystals and the copper. I mean, you got the, the decoded, the real news, the real CNN, you know what I'm saying, coming from me, you know, the DVDs, every one that I do, I get better off the next one, and eventually them things is going to be solid. So I'm like, 
you got women making clothes. You got my wife doing the diapers and the jewelry with the Sadie's babies. You got our moms doing the Greenleaf Herbal Solutions, curing AIDS since 1987. What? Is that the slogan? I'm just saying. So if you want to put your 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 commerce into something that's going to cycle back, because only you 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 put money into Greenleaf Herbal Solutions, you might have just saved somebody from cancer. You put you put money into Blue Pill, that crystal might have been able to repel that negative influence that you might have dealt with when you went into court that day. You go and you share commerce with Red Pill, and you get one of them supreme garbs put on you by Kings County. Guess what? You know thyself. You clothing yourself with 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 talismans and with energy that's pervasive. And then, like I said, you deal with me. You end up getting the news. You end up getting the energy. You end up getting the higher thought power, the higher frequency that 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 is it's easy to understand. Why? Because I'm using film to explain. But that's that that's 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 part of it. But we have to. That's what we have to focus on. We have to focus on coming together, supporting each other with all the different goods and services that we provide towards one another. That is yeah, not rocket we science. Support each other. Oh my yeah, God! No other. Come on, no, man. No other way. Thank no yeah. you. Need, you need to know. You need to know physics in order to do that. Nah. But they need to know what we're going to discuss tonight because it's a perfect segue to this evening's episode. The brother's going to speak directly to that. So let me get into the description and we can delve directly into the program. Okay? So KTL Radio presents End of the World Part 2, The Exodus, featuring our brother Hakeem Bay, a.a. Morpheus. Tonight on KTL Radio, we welcome back Hakeem Bay. For the conclusion of his epic presentation, The End of the World. In part one, we ventured with Hakim on his recollection of his latest vision quest. He discussed the revelation of a problem that is deeply embedded in the crevices of our primal brains, a lever that is undermining our personal development and advancement. In part two, we will discuss the solution as to how to rid yourself of this parasite. The solution is non-compromising. You have to rid yourself of this parasite for good. People have been reluctant to do so up until this point, though. Now that the technology exists to rid ourselves of this parasite, Morpheus is prepared to sound the alarm. It is time for the exodus. So with no further ado, we want to bring to you caller from the 646-245, a brother, Morpheus. Peace. Peace. Brother Bay. Peace. Peace. Peace, brother. Greetings. Welcome. Greetings. Peace to all. Yes, indeed. My brother, a lot has transpired since we last spoke last Tuesday. But they say that uh, the more the things change, the more things remain the same. So yes, yes. yes with that being well, said, I don't even know where to begin. You know, so much. I mean, I knew where to begin. <laughs> you know, but gotta open up so many can of worms. Um, since the beginning of the show, I've been listening from the beginning. 
I heard everything that um, all of you said, you know, and, um, you know, everything, you know, about, you know, what do, what do we tell the youth, what do we do for them, what do we do, you know, all these things. And, you know, I'm going to say straight up with no doubt in my, in my mind that what I'm about to present is the answer to all this, you know. And the thing we have to realize and from, you know, obviously from what we see going on is that, you know, they, we, we must not have read The Art of War or we must not have understood it if we read it. You know, one of the things it mentions in there is that you defeat the enemy by defeating the enemy's plans. And you, 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 you attack the enemy's weakness. And so what you do in a situation, this situation has been going on over and over and over again. It's the same, the same, same loop. And when you see a loop like this happening, you got to step back and you got to analyze. You got to say, all right, what is the stimulus and what is the response? What, what is, what is going on here? And how does, how, how do you break this cycle, this loop? You know, because just like individuals, you know, groups of individuals are getting to loops, mental loops, or programs that just loop indefinitely. You know, until you, you put an end to it. You know, and this is what we were considering a computer, a virus, because it's just taking up energy of the computers, taking up bandwidth, taking up everything, and it's not producing anything. It's just taken away from. And so we definitely have to break out from this loop. Obviously, the things that we've been doing over and over again is just producing the same, same results over and over again. We got to break the loop. And in war, if you if if, if the data of, if 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 the, if the current data of war, you are weakened. If you don't make the guns and the weapons and stuff like that, why would you attempt to even fight a war in that theater that you're weakened and the, and the so-called enemy is strong in? What you do is shift it to another theater where you are strong in and the enemy is weakened. And this is what I'm about to talk about tonight, a different theater, a different, a different thing to do to break this loop. And the first, just to recap for those who are just coming on, and um, – in the first, you know, uh, uh, show regarding the title, The End of the World, you know, some people might say, End of the World? What do you mean by that? Well, it really was based on a vision, something that was revealed to me um, um, during the vision quest, um, during the month of August. And in this um, vision, I was shown something that I didn't understand at the time, but, you know, I know it's going to have powerful effects. And what what happened in that particular vision is that I was literally taken to the end of the world. I was literally shown that moment, and it wasn't the end of it wasn't the end of the world for everyone. It was the end of the world for let's say ninety nine percent. And this is what I sensed in the dream of, of humanity. Yet there was a percentage that was still alive. And what happened was that in the in the beginning of the vision, I I, I emerged from some type of portal, almost like coming up from underground or something like that. And this is what I visualized in my mind. But I also visualized it was like some type of sanctuary. And at the moment I came to the surface, that's when it took place. And when I looked, everybody's bodies, everybody's avatars, the avatars we use to navigate in this simulation that we call reality, just shut down, just shut off. Like somebody just flipped a switch. It just said, boom. And at that moment I was looking at a woman who was driving, and at that instant her avatar, her body just slumped down on the, on the steering wheel, 
and naturally the car just crashed, and cars was crashing all around. Planes was falling out of the sky because the pilot just, you know, shut down. I mean, everything just shut down. Everything was going haywire, and there was some people that were still alive. And I told them I, I was gathering them up, and I said, I said, you must follow me. I, I must bring you underground because above ground on the surface, on the surface. And I, you know, first thing I said to them, I said, you have just witnessed the end of the earth, the end of the world. And I said, the reason why I said you are alive is because you must become the founders of the, of the next world, of the new world. And I said, you must follow me because I must bring you underground because the, the, there will be chaos on the surface for a period of time because, you know, everything was crashing at that time. It was just chaos. And so I was gathering them to bring them And I said, once you get underground, I said, you must be debriefed about what just took place. You must be, re- re- you must be orientated and re-educated and prepared for the next world. So I didn't, when I woke up from that, I didn't, I was like, wow, you know, I mean, and, and you know, and that vision was really something powerful. And when I woke up, I didn't fully understand what it meant at the time. Later on, I understood. And later on in the vision quest, I was literally just snatched up for a month and shown some things. And one of the things I was shown, but I, I, and I, and the only reason why I was able to see it is because of what took place that month. Everything I own, money, everything, was just taken. And I had zero. And at that moment, and I literally made sure I had zero. Someone just told me, make sure you have zero, zero money. Any, any change I had for anything, I just threw, I, I, I was threw it away. And at that moment, that's when I understood, and that's when I was shown exactly what the problem is with us individually and as a people, but it took me it took me way back. I mean, initially it was shown to me that the whole problem that it's literally like a cancer, it's literally like a, a, a parasite that's been placed in us, and that parasite is and that control mechanism that the so-called quote-unquote powers that really used to be have had and have is called money. And what I was shown was that money. There's a part of the brain. What I had to do was during this vision course, I had to pull back all the layers because the human brain is like it's like a brain stem. It's like like a, like a, like a staff with a ball on top, and around that is all these different layers. You know, and when you you know the upper layers is like the more higher functions that the like, that the lower animals don't have. But there's a primal section of the brain that even reptiles have. That's why it's called the reptilian brain, and this is where the most primal aspects of ourselves is found because. When I eliminated all the negative programs and viruses that I had, it took me down to some core programs that wouldn't be uninstalled. And I couldn't understand why these programs couldn't really be uninstalled. And the reason why these programs these these core programs couldn't be uninstalled is because they tied in with the very core essence of your being, of your of your of your of your survival, of your primal brain. And when I got down to that bottommost layer. Guess what I found in that primal brain? Money. And the scientists now have proven it. There's a part of the primal, primal part of the brain called the nucleus accumbens. And if you look it up, you do a wicked you will understand how powerful this part of the brain is. It's tied in what they call the pleasure center. It's also it's tied in with encoding programs. But it also this primal part of the brain also deals with primal stuff in terms of Breathing. You don't even tell you. You don't tell yourself inhale, exhale, inhale, exhale. You don't tell your heart beat, 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 beat. 
This controls primal things, the primal drive for existence, for food, for clothing, for love, for sex, for all these things is hardwired and it's part of the brain. And there's a lever, there's a mechanism. This, this part of the brain also deals with, it was a, a research that was done where it took a rat. And they, they, uh, wide, they, they wide that part of the brain where when the rat pressed this lever, it stimulated that part of the brain. And do you know that this rat sat there and pressed that lever nonstop to literally just like almost died of exhaustion? It wouldn't eat. It didn't care about sex, none of that. That's how powerful this part of the brain is. This part of the brain, you know, has the ability to override all reason, all logic. All, it just goes out the window with this part of the brain. And the most powerful level that the sciences have found to date with that part of the brain is money. Just the mere mention of the money, just, 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 um, just anticipation that you're about to receive money stimulated this part release dopamine, and so on and so forth, and stimulated this part of the brain, more so than anything else. Even when they did food, sex, drugs, this, that, nothing had, the, the reason why they love doing these experimentations with, with money is because whereas these other things didn't always have the same effect or appeal to everybody across the board, money was the common denominator. That when you mentioned that, it always responded in everyone the same way because guess what else? that it made me realize that there's not one person right now in this whole country living without money. One day the divine set me aside and said, today I just want you to think. I just want you to try and visualize living without money, zero money. And it, it, it just blew my mind that it, that is literally, I mean, it was, I, couldn't, it was, I couldn't really find a way. Eventually I did. But at that moment, it was, I was like, wow, there's nobody, there's, there's not nobody, there's no, not one of our leaders, there's not one of anybody. There, there's never even have been any, any leader or any movement whoever ever even proposed doing away totally 100% ridding yourself of this virus called money. Because literally up to now, it wasn't really possible. But I found a way. This is like the epic battle. See, when I started studying deep about this thing called money, what else it showed, it showed that when money is in the mix, when, when money's in the mix of anything, when money's present, people behave irrationally. We, we know these things. We say money's rude or evil. We say, oh, man, people are funny when, when, when money is involved. We know these things, but we never understood the depth of it that is rooted in the actual brain. What they did by having everybody deal with money, they have literally a lever placed in this most primal part of the brain. And that lever has the ability to manipulate everything, even your 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 heart rate, your breathing. In other words, when in that vision, what I seen and what distinguished the people who survived what's about to take place and the ones who didn't survive is I found up found found out it was money. The ones who survived was the one who totally ripped themselves one hundred percent of money and that level wasn't there. So when the when the when the when the switch was flipped only those who still had that lever, that switch still in them, they the ones who Avatar shut down because being at that lever's place in that most prime part of the brain, it has the ability to shut down. 
The Avatar totally shut down your breathing, totally shut down everything. We're talking zombies. How about you think they have these zombie apocalypse movies? That's the whole zombie thing. The whole zombie thing is to shut, is, is to totally have that primal part of the brain override everything. They did a they did an auction, and in the auction they auctioned a twenty dollar bill. And do you know the one who won the auction is the one who paid I think like twenty eight dollars for a twenty dollar bill? That's totally irrational. That don't make sense. Why would you pay twenty eight dollars for a twenty dollar bill? But the entire end of that whole decision is you know pride and this and that, trying to you know. All these other things was tied in, but at the root of it was money. If you look right now, most of you, if you look at your lives right now and analyze yourself down to the core and look at all your problems, even if you just listed all your problems down the page and you trace each one of those problems to the root of it, I bet you 99.9% of the times money is going to be somewhere at the root of it or somewhere in the mix of it. This is why when we come together, you know, as a, as a group, as an organization, even Mates, husband and wife, because money is at the root, at the foundation of the whole relationship from day one, that's the monkey wrench. That's the monkey wrench thrown in our lives, our personal lives. That's the monkey wrench thrown in our uh, organizations that where we can't get anything done because all they have to do is manipulate and modulate via that lever called money you see what I'm saying? And the reason why the scientists said that money was so important to study in that part of the brain is because whereas with money, with food, you can't do this. Money, you could give it, and you could take it back. And that was the perfect model. Not only could you scale it in terms of the amount, but you could also give it, and you could take it back and test the reactions, everything. Do you know that because this part of the brain deals with looping certain behaviors and certain values and so on and so forth, that just through the issuance of money and, 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 and taking it away and giving it in increments or whatever, that they was totally able to predict behavior, almost like minority poor. In other words, scientists are just discovering and putting this forth now. But though the, the, the international bank cabal from ancient times knew this already. They obviously knew this. And this is how they overthrew all the ancient empires, all the ancient kingdoms, all that was overthrown by this international banking power, and I was, and I was made to study and I researched to the, always to the beginning to how it inserted itself in all ancient kingdoms and became to the point where we're at now with this fiat currency where they totally, literally got control of you, whether you realize it or not. The more you deal with money, the more you thrive, the more you strive to want to own money, the more deeper that level is embedded in you and the more deeper is their control over you through that. That money is programmable. See, in our community, we teach about programming, program reality. That's why you see on the dollar bill, you see all those programs. You see all those sigils on there. It's programmed. That's why I said, and God, we trust. All that is, 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 I mean, literally, I couldn't break the spell and see what was right, what was right in front of my eyes. I feel like I did away with it 100%. And in that instance that I did away with 100%, my eyes was open. It was like a parasite. Get in your body and camouflage yourself, camouflage yourself to its very existence. You don't even know it exists, and it's right in front of you. And but I couldn't see it as long as it's in you, as long as that level is inserted in you, you can't see it. You thought it was right in front of you. That is the problem, and that is what's going to happen. Many of you, y'all shouldn't want the currency to collapse, because if the currency was to collapse tomorrow, 
you and your avatars will clash right along with it. Currency. Look at it. Look at what is. Look at what is term. Money. What is money? What is what is what is money? Money. Money is the, what we call money now, and this is the our currency. It's the, it. Your power, your God powers that you have inherent within you, has been transferred into this entity, into this thing called money. And now, your power, being that your power is in it, this money is has encapsulated power. Any, excuse me, energy, the movement of that energy is called currency. It's called, and it's all circulation. What do they say? We're talking about monetary policy. Monetary policy is actually is more than just controlling the money. It's controlling you. It's the, it's, the, it's the ability to issue into what? Circulation. Energy that's in circulation is current. Or currency, that's energy. This is the reason why one time a Jew showed me that the reason why they line up their money is that if you take a, a wad of dollar bills and they all lined up with the, with, you know, the, with the uh, face, all facing forwards and you know, everything lined up and you fold it, those two circles, those two seals line up and they form a tunnel, they form a table like a wire. And that allows current, it, it becomes like a electro, what we call like an electromagnet where you take a nail and you, and you wrap around the nail a wire. And one in the wire you put on one in the battery, the other you put on, and that becomes a magnet able to draw metal towards it. When you line up the currency that way, right, it becomes a magnet and it's able to draw more currency to it. And this is the reason why they folded up their money and lined it up that way, so that it would act as a magnet, a currency magnet, to draw more uh, draw more currency towards it. It's energy in motion. This is this is we're talking about power. It has the power to move through the thing, everything that you was once able to do with your mind, put your head down and materialize whatever food you want in, ter- in terms of exercise your God power, has been transferred over to this thing called money, and now you seek this thing called money to get you that which you was once able to produce with your mind. And so just the existence of money means that you have transferred, you have forfeited your power and transferred it in into this entity. And through this entity, is so large in your mind. What happens in the experiments that they did in conditioning these uh, rats and humans is that they call it the, they call it conditioning using a neutral stimuli or neutral neutral stimulus. And so, in the case with the rat, the lever pressing the lever that's like a neutral stimulus. Really, initially, when the rat was being conditioned, when it pressed the lever, it, yeah, can you hear me? Please, you hear me? Please, go right. Yeah, echo. Did I lose you? Pardon me, bro. Yeah, yeah. I'm here. Please. Should I proceed? Yes, please continue. My apologies. All right. Um, yeah, all right, where was I? Um what was I just saying? Um lost my train of thought. Um the currency, the money, the the we're not using we're not right. using our uh, our mind. We we we've transferred that power into the money where the money's right. doing it. Yeah. Right. We seeking that money. And what happened was that in the conditional experiments, when the rat pressed the lever so it received the stimulation of that part of the brain that 
the uh, that, that that part of the brain started producing dopamine and so on and so forth. But eventually, in the conditioning process, it was the anticipation of receiving it that stimulated it, and the actual shock, the actual stimulation of that part began to produce less of the dopamine. It was the actual pressure level. In other words, the lever substituted for the actual thing, and that's what has happened with money. So when we're hungry, instead of us seeking after food, we we seek after money to get that food. So so we have transferred. So money, this is the reason why money has this universal power influence over us because so much is tied up to it. You know what I'm saying? They did experiences where, you know, they will offer a man um, a woman, a woman that he loved, or a or money, monetary value, and some would go after the monetary value, feeling feeling that with that they will get be able to get whatever they want. In other words, you substitute that thing. So now, all all the primal feelings that you have about money, about food, about sex, about drugs, even whatever, is all summed up and is anticipated in this one thing called money. So just by by giving you funds and taking away your funds, they can determine what, what type of decisions you're going to make and your, what your behavior is going to be like. they seen that when people was giving money, they felt confident. They felt good. I mean, you can just picture yourself, you know, times when, you know, money's flowing, you got money, you got money, just, you know, everything's good. You're confident. Everything's good. You know, all's well. You know what I'm saying? When you're going through it with money and, you know, I mean, Confidence levels down. You don't want to deal with nobody. You don't want to deal with people. It's like you know your whole aura just changed. They got that calculated. They got each one of you calculated down to the signs just based on your reactions to that. They got they got things with that can register your biorhythms, this or that, and they out of a crowd of a thousand people, they could pick you out just by your vibrations that you give off. That's registered with them. That all that's registered. And the money is the controlling factor. This is also why they have made all the so-called hallucinogenic plants and so-called, uh, uh, you know, listen to my schedule one drugs. The reason why they do that is because they don't want nothing to interfere with their control mechanism. Because this, that, those plants and things affect the same parts of the brain. They don't want no competition for control. When I told back them ladies, I went down there, money was sitting in that primal part of the brain, sitting on the throne, saying, I run everything down here. And so what the divine told me that the solution is, is to somehow, I, I, I said, I told the divine that I'm willing to implement whatever solution there is against this beast, against this Goliath. This thing is like a Goliath worldwide. Any leader who you ever be, Saddam Hussein talked against the money, the dollar, see, they hung them on TV in front of everybody. They straight up hung them. Gaddafi said he was going to go against this central bank plans and stuff like that. They showed Gaddafi getting beat down by his own people with the butt of a gun on TV, live. Just to show you that this thing, this thing is like a life. So I said, what? I said, what could overcome this life? And that's when I seen a vision. And I seen a vision of David with a with a uh, slingshot, and in that slingshot, instead of a stone, guess what's in that slingshot? A Bitcoin. In other words, now, right now, as I speak right now, because of Bitcoin, 
into digital, digital, digital currency, virtual currency, and the so-called blockchain technology, that possibility exists right now. This is what I'm setting out to do. You know, I'm not one to just talk about the solution. I'm implementing the solution right now as we speak, and I'm carving out a path. You know, it's like a will. I told him, but I said, I feel like a, a goon with a with machete in my hand, and there's no path in front of me, and I'm, I'm just cutting out a path with this machete. And that path and is also symbolic of the Red Sea because, as I mentioned in the earlier, the first show, what was given to me as a result of these vision quests, as a result of the first vision quest, was the way to part the Red Sea. What we're going to have to do is exodus. When I say exodus, that means that you have to purify yourself. That 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 money that's in you, that thing is, is like a virus. It's totally disabling your God powers. You cannot exercise your God powers as long as that thing has a primal grip on your primal on your primal brain. It will it will always be able to override. You, your, your God powers in a split moment. Because just like when you put your hand on a hot stove, draw your hand back immediately, from the time you put your, hot, your hand on that hot stove, you're not philosophizing. You're not, you know, weighing out the pros and cons or whether you should leave your hand. Before you even have a chance to think and exercise any higher abilities, your hand is up off of that, that thing. And you see this in other areas. I've seen this with my own eyes within myself, how that primal part in the instant before you even have a chance to think will override. And this is why we can't come together. That money will always come up and get in the way somehow. It, it, everybody, we might have 20, 30 people, everything's going cool. And just that one who they, who they press that trigger on and they get that money fever because it becomes like a craving. It becomes like an addiction where you're willing to do anything for it. That's when things start to break down, and and then also the fact that because everybody we all come together and we all deal with money and it's all it's certain within our deepest part of our brain, we begin to act irrational. You do something, you hook up something with a brother or sister, and everything's going cool. All of a sudden, they just up and do something crazy or just disappear. You don't even hear from them no more. You're like, whoa, that was totally irrational. But that's what happens when you deal with money. You, you really are not to be trusted. Because at any moment, you could turn double overnight, like somebody just flipped a switch in the most primal part of your brain. So that was the canker. That was the monkey wrench that I found that even though 2012, the first 2012 came and gone, and we in the new operating system, the, the monkey wrench that's thwarting all of our efforts to exercise our God power is money. And subconsciously, we all know it, but will we act off of it? Well, I'm here to say that if you don't act off of it, it collapses, you're going to collapse. And they may collapse it as a last-ditch effort. They may flip that switch. They may say, look, I'm going down. we bringing all those avatars who got our mechanism lodged in them. We flip the switch. we bring all y'all down. So you best to get yourself up off of that. And what's happening now they know Bitcoin is something incredible. Let me just tell you a little something about Bitcoin. Bitcoin is a blessing. And what happened was, and I mentioned, I went on the vision course on 2007, and that was when the divine trust was revealed to me. 
The divine trust is the means by which to split the Red Sea. What's the Red Sea? The Red Sea, the original seal for the dollar bill, had on the pyramid side, it had Moses standing on the rock of salvation, and on the other side it had the Pharaoh trying to pursue him, being overwhelmed by the Red Sea. All right, so here you have these two seals. That stands for divine and national. This is why Prophet Nobujali referred to a Moorish divine and national movement. This was symbolic of those two seals on a dollar bill, which is symbolic of the two spheres of authority in this nation. See, the reason why once you get on your, once you properly organize on the divine side, the reason why the national government cannot cross over or the Pharaoh cannot cross over and molest you on your divine side, lest you get overwhelmed by the Red Sea, because the Red Sea is the separation of church and state, otherwise known as religious freedom. Under that doctrine, the state cannot cross over and molest you on your divine side. And so this is the part in the Red Sea. In other words, Bitcoin, so that was given to me in 2007. A year later, 2008, is when Nakamoto, uh, Nakamoto uh, Satoshi Nakamoto, the, the, the anonymous founder following year in 2008. That Bitcoin, that what the Satoshi Nakamoto did, it, it was a spark of genius. That was the stone in Davis, uh, and that will, that will be the stone in Davis' slingshot that will overthrow this beast. That one little thing. What is what is Bitcoin? Bitcoin is digital currency, and it's ingenious because one of the key things in currency is limitation. In other words, a limited supply of it. It's not like now with fiat currency. They could just put it in the printing piece. You see what I'm saying? Just totally violate the whole, you know, underpinning principles of money. And that brings about inflation, all kinds of crazy. I mean, just the stuff they're doing with this fiat currency is crazy. But anyway, um, what he created was a way to solve what they call the, um, the uh, what's the name they gave to it? The Byzantine general problem in terms of visual transaction. And that's the situation where um, you could double spend with the communication. See, what happens is that in Bitcoin, it's a digital currency, and Bitcoin is mined into existence. There's a limited, there's only going to be 21 million Bitcoin. It was like, it was pennies per Bitcoin. When it was like 17 cents, if you would have bought $100 of Bitcoin at that time, when it jumped up to $1,200 of Bitcoin, you could have cashed in that $100 you spent in Bitcoin that you bought in Bitcoin for $100,000. This ain't some scam thing. When I first heard about it, I said, oh, that's just some fashion scam nonsense or whatever. Then I kept hearing about it, hearing about it, hearing about it. Then finally I said, let me look and see what this whole Bitcoin thing is about. And when I looked, I was like, wow, this is it. This is what I've been looking for. This is what I've been waiting for. This is this freedom. It's like crazy. Freedom is right in front of us right now. It's like like when when they took that line that been locked up all this life in the cage, and they opened up the jail, the, the the cage door, and the line just sat there. Just, you didn't even know what to do. When freedom was right in front of it, it just sat. It just, it didn't even it didn't even walk out the cage. And that's where most of us are at right now. It's like cage doors open. Freedom is right in front of us right now. And we still stuck. We still shook. We still stuck. We we don't even we don't even want to walk through the door. 
the Bitcoin technology, the way it works is that it's, it's based on a decentralized distributed system. Now, we, now you remember when I put, put out the first book, the Secret of Secrets book, when I published it in, in 2007, I'm excuse me, 2011, I said that the way our subconscious mind works and the way we are, it's, it's like a distributed system where each one of us are like terminals or parts of one massive computer, process local data, whatever, whatever we're dealing locally within our lives, we process it all as part of one massive computer. So I'll mention how there's, there's not, each one of us don't have our own separate individual subconscious mind. The subconscious mind is like a massive internet in which we all partake in. This is why it's quantum. All right. And so what he created was this decentralized uh, currency system where it's like when you, when you buy Bitcoin and when you mine Bitcoin, Bitcoin is brought into existence through mining, through, human, through the expenditure of human labor and human energy. So it has value. That's, that's the value. That's the basis of Bitcoin is that, the fact that it's limited supply of it and it's brought into existence through mining. The same way you would mine gold, and mining gold takes physical labor and energy, and the more gold you mine, the more harder it gets to mine gold, that same amount of gold, because there's less of it. That's how Bitcoin works through this mining process where you, where you have to solve certain computer problems, and then once you solve it, you get this Bitcoin. And the problem that you've got to resolve is that when all these transactions go through in Bitcoin, those transactions are placed on all the computers, all these computers in the network. And so it's a distributed system where every, every one of them has a copy of it. It's called the blockchain. And this blockchain records everything. There's a decentralized registry. And so what the divine showed me also, the same way I always talk about how using the computer analogy, the divine showed me that not only conscious mind, but the DNA code is blockchain technology. It's blockchain. That's what it is. See, what we're doing right now, what we've been doing, we're just discovering parts of ourselves and all this computers and all this stuff that's happening, this technology, is just showing us self. The blockchain, which is the basis of Bitcoin, is a decentralized register that can't be cheated. So let's say you have a copy of the blockchain on your computer, and let's say you try and defraud it or whatever. Well, you got a hundred, two hundred thousand people on the blockchain saying, "No, we got all got a record that says X, Y, Z. Therefore, yours must be fraudulent. You can't defraud it." And so, in the beginning of blockchain, I'm mean, excuse me, uh, Bitcoin 1.0, everybody just looked at the at the currency aspect of it. It's virtual currency, digital currency. But there's a whole nother aspect of it that's just coming to light now. When Satoshi Nakamoto created it, he created it so that it has it has programmable fields. It could be programmed. So now with the discovery of this aspect of Bitcoin, now we're in the age right now of Bitcoin 2.0. And that's beyond the currency. The currency is like minor now. It's the fact that you could program Bitcoins. So they're actually creating self-executing contracts and embedding it within Bitcoin, you could create a trust, you could exchange property using Bitcoin and the blockchain technology. I'm in the process of creating a Bitcoin. 
So now, my own coins. So now let me step back or let me step forward now. Solution. And I told this to one of the, you have crazy Bitcoin startups right going on right now. It's like, it's like almost like the dot-com era. Startups, Bitcoin startups are all over the place. They invest in angel investors and investing like crazy in all these uh, Bitcoin startups, right? And so I spoke to one of these startups. And um, when I told him, I said, I told him what I was doing with the virtual world. And I told him, I said, virtual world plus virtual currency equals a new social economic paradigm. He was like, oh, man, totally awesome. Listen, I'm feeling what you're doing. Let me uh, put you in touch with my developers. I'm working with the developers now. And what, what I have put together since 2012, and now I'm, now I'm fully realizing significance, but right here on this show on December 21st, 2012, at exactly 11, 11 p.m., y'all remember, I launched Matrix 5 Virtual World. All right? The first grid owned by a brother in this whole country, probably on the planet. Grid that's owned, virtual reality grid. Now, you know virtual worlds and virtual currencies are is about to blow big time. The bankers and all of them are shaking in their boots about Bitcoin because guess what? There's nothing they can do about it. It can't be stopped. Again, it's decentralized, distributed. And so just to give you an idea, when Napster first came out, you know, with the music and everything, peer-to-peer music, see, Bitcoin is peer-to-peer currency. When Napster came out dealing with big peer-to-peer music, being that it was a centralized operation, it was one guy and one house and one thing or whatever, and they, you know, they just came and just raided him, guns out and everything. And because it was centralized, just by hitting that central point, they just shut the whole thing down. But Bitcoin is decentralized and it's distributed. So there's not one one node or whatever you could knock out. I mean, right now, literally, there's no nation on planet Earth that can stop the Bitcoin right now. They can't. It can't be stopped. It's like the Internet. It can't be stopped. All right, just to give you a little background on that. And Bitcoin right now, the, the computers or the distributed network called Bitcoin and the blockchain, 500 of the world's top supercomputers and combine them together, the Bitcoin uh, network is eight, almost 8,000 times more powerful than 500 of the planet's most powerful supercomputers, 500 of them. If you put them all together, Bitcoin blockchain is 8,000 times more powerful, just to give you an idea how big it is. And every nation they trade in it right now, all right? So I just want to get y'all in on the ground floor of this and, and let y'all know that I'm in the process, and I'm going to set an example of how you can live 100% fiat currency free using Bitcoin. And that's what I set out to do. And I'm going to need your support, you know, because it's not going to be easy. I mean, I, you know, not many is going to do what I'm about, what I'm doing right now. And so if, you, if you're not willing to do it right now, at least support those who are because this is going to carve, this is going to part the Red Sea. This is going to carve out a way, a path to true, true freedom for ourselves. But we got to understand how to utilize this thing, all right? And so I'm going to be teaching. So now for the solution, what I've put together is Matrix 5, techn- uh, Matrix 5 Technology Academy. 
And in this uh, Matrix 5 Technology Academy, I'm going to be teaching the youth, and I'm going to be doing a day school program for homeschoolers and the after-school programmers for fifth graders, the 12th graders, and I plan to uh, teach them all kinds of areas. If you go to the website right now, and this is also going to be for adults, but I want to have a way we have to pass down this knowledge to our young people. And I've put together something, um, a rice of passage system or as well. But what I want to do with the virtual world technologies and Matrix 5 right now, let me explain to you all why I want to combine virtual world and virtual currency. In the virtual world, let me just give you a vision of what could be done in terms of the virtual world. Right now, and, make, and this is not something vision, like the brother said, what are we doing? This is this right now. One of the sisters who's on the call right now, the Beverly, I, I brought her, and I had her in there today, as a matter of fact, because she's going to be doing the art gallery in Matrix 5, putting up our artwork, and then eventually, once we get the website done, we are, we're actually going to put up a store in the shopping mall. In Matrix 5 right now, we have many, many regions in Matrix 5. I have a whole four-region university set up in Matrix 5 with school buildings, auditoriums, classrooms, science and engineering centers. I mean, you just name it. A full-fledged four-region campus, university campus. Then we also have set up in Matrix 5 shopping malls. And in those, and those shopping malls, and so just some of you like say, what, what are you talking about? In other words, with Matrix 5, you log in, you, you create an avatar for yourself, and then you log into Matrix 5, and now you exist in this virtual world with avatar, and you can make your avatar look as much like you as you want. You could adjust the eyebrows, cheekbones, everything. Clothes, we got lines of clothes that we created for ourselves to wear inside the virtual world. And so now in this avatar, you're able to navigate in the virtual world. We got voice in there. I'm able to talk to you just like how I'm talking to you right now on the phone and face-to-face. -face. I can see your lips move. You can see my lips move. We got shopping malls in the virtual world. And in those shopping malls, we have stores that's able to actually transact real-time real transactions and sales. Now, ultimately, what my goal is is to make this a virtual world where everything is transacted in Bitcoin, all right? And Matrix 5 is going to be a gigantic theme virtual world and theme park where we're going to have all kinds of things going on. Now, listen to the socioeconomic power of this. Um, so we have shopping malls inside there that can transact real business. Um, then we have, and the shopping malls, we also have, I, I put a movie theater in each one of the shopping malls. And each movie theater, each cinema holds six movies. They have six movies showing inside there. So I, I brought it inside. I showed it inside there to go in there just like a regular movie theater. It has in the main hall, you see all the, all the posters with, you know, what's playing. And then I showed her how you could just walk into the movie theater, sit in the chair, big screen pops up right in front of you, and you look at your movie. We could charge admission at doors. Each movie theater has a roster on the side because I want to work with a lot of independent, I'm working with independent film producers, working on documentary, all kinds of stuff we're going to put inside there. And so we got a roster so after the audience see the movies, they can ask questions, we can respond. You see what I'm saying? Um, the stores, I'm looking for entrepreneurs. Then I have a park, and in this park, there's four massive dome buildings. Each dome building is an art gallery. And in the center of the park, there's a big open mic stage. So we're going to have live open mic performances. we got art galleries set up. i got another brother who he does uh, uh, Afrocentric um, superheroes. I mean, this brother's incredible. So he's going to have his own art gallery as well. I'm working with another brother who's an animator. 
And, um, I mean, we just got a lot of things going on. Anybody, listen, and the, the after the day school and the after school, the day school, I'm looking for homeschoolers. So if you know anybody who homeschool, tell them to get their child signed up in this academy. In the academy, I'm going to be teaching all types of marketable skills and, and sciences, technology, that they will actually be able to market, all right? And just to give you an idea of some of the um, things we're going to be teaching, if you, if you go to secretofsecrets.info, um, you will see right there on the home page a whole write-up where you could download the whole Matrix 5 virtual, uh, virtual world and theme park or the academy white paper where we explain everything. And um, just to give you an idea of some of the projects, the projects we're going to be working on with the young people, and I've ran these type of projects before. You know, I've, I've taught and ran computer labs in public schools in New York City, in the Bronx, Brooklyn, all right? I created uh, community centers in my, in my community, you know, dealing with the young people. So, I'm, you know, I'm well adept and experienced at doing this. And I know with the young people, you've got to keep everything project-oriented so they won't just come in there and just be floating around you know, doing nothing, acting silly, you know, we're going to have definite projects. And so um, we're going to be teaching them object creation, architecture. We have the architecture project, landscaping, animation projects, how to create animations for the um, avatars, scripting and coding, how to create clothes and accessories. I mean, you should see some of the things that we have in Matrix 5. One sister, she create the home, these homes. We have homes in Matrix 5, stories, wraparound decks, I mean, it's powerful. And so imagine now you've got a home or apartment or I'm, I'm putting together condominiums also. for um, I, I just put together a 192-unit condominium for those new ones who come in. I'm, I'm, I would like to give each person a free condominium. So that's what I'm working on now, beautiful views. And, um, I mean, the stuff we could do in there, we got pyramids, we got sphinxes in there, macabres. I mean, you name it. I, I, got a, um, I got a boardwalk and a beach in there. And when you walk on the beach, you walk all the way to the water. And when you walk on the water, you go way, way down in the water. And under the water, under the under sea, I have a whole a whole uh, facility down there with classrooms, everything. All right? Um, I mean, we got so many different things going on. I have, I have meditation rooms that's up in the clouds that you literally got to fly up because in the, in the virtual world, you're able to walk, you're able to fly, and you're able to instantly teleport to any place in the virtual world and, and those in those regions. So ultimately I'm just looking for everybody. Everyone who knows me, contact me. Go to the homepage of, of, of secretofsecrets.info and if you have young people who you would like to see uh, learn these different technologies, because when I launched, officially launched Matrix Five in March of twenty fifteen, this coming March twenty fifteen, these young ones who I'm gonna be training up, they're gonna be from the some of the first ones I'm gonna hire. All right, Indeed. so they're gonna they're gonna be learning marketable skills. You know, so and I so have, yeah. yeah, I want to have the ability to open up the lines and actually hear from the callers on you yes, know indeed. this particular call. You know, yes, uh, there are hands up. I definitely know that people have questions as it That's pertains right. to what that you're proposing. Uh, before we get into that, though, I do want to very briefly uh, to speak on the whole aspect of virtual reality and Oculus. Have yes, you yes. had a chance to um, interface with this technology? Yes. Are you, are you, are you aware of any developer programs 
you know, yeah. is this something that we should be getting involved with in terms of creating our own world? Is Matrix yes, Files going to have its, its platform in Oculus? You want to speak on that yes, real what's, quick? what's happening now, and just so everyone know, let you know that on the ground floor, just, just like I did that lecture in 96 in Fort Greene, Brooklyn, and I was telling brothers sisters, look, get with this Internet thing because it's about to blow up big time. It's going to be a game changer. Like I'm telling you right now, Bitcoin is about to be a game changer. I'm doing now the Academy for the Adults. I'm going to be teaching about Bitcoin and virtual worlds to the adults. I'm going to form like a Bitcoin club within that, within that class, students within that class. We're also going to form a Bitcoin club, and I'm going to be teaching every day, five days a week, on Bitcoin. Every day I'm going to teach about the latest going on on Bitcoin, the latest startups. You're going, to, you're going to find out about Bitcoin. Not only are you going to find out and learn about Bitcoin, but you're going to be kept abreast and kept at the cutting edge of what's going on. And we're going to be cutting the edge. We're going to be creating our own coins. So if you want to be a part of that and you want to learn about Bitcoin, and I'm setting it up so that if you, if you if the tuition is $10 a class, but if you pay in Bitcoin, it's 50%. It's only $5 a class. So I want people to pay in Bitcoin. And I want, I want to get to a point where I'm only accepting Bitcoin, even though I'm setting up third parties that if people try and pay using uh, fiat, I don't touch the fiat. They convert it and then just give me the Bitcoin. So I'm setting up these little middlemen because I don't want to touch money. I don't want to have nothing to do with money. Fiat, I don't even want to touch I don't even want it in my presence. I, I test it. And that's, the, and that's the only – you have to have that spirit if you're going to survive what's about to come and get that level out your system. I'm removing that level out of my system, but let me continue on. So if those adults who wants to learn about Bitcoin, be part of a Bitcoin club, as well as learn about virtual technology, also go to the homepage of SecretSecrets.info, and you're going to see a sign-up form there. Sign up that one for adults. And there's another one for youth. If you have youth or if you know somebody who have youth or, you know, homeschoolers or whatever, sign up for that one. Now, in terms of... Um, uh, uh, Brother Reptile asked me about uh, You asked me to explain What was they asked me to explain again um, I just wanted to get the other part in there uh, About the um, what, what was it that you just asked me uh, Brother um, Brother about the uh, Something that you just asked me I wanted to touch on But I just wanted to get that part out there For those who have learned Yes I was saying Do you have any plans on engaging The platform The developer oh. platform to create our worlds and Oculus, it's, it's at yes. the ground level. Yes, yes. Um, for those who don't know, and this is just to show you, you know, I, I don't think it's a coincidence, but you know how I started off and I launched this and I teach Akalia. And Akalia is a, is a programming a language for programming reality, and it's called Akalia. If you, do, if you did a search at that time under, under the term Akalia, so O-C-C, O U L I A, you will have found zero search results. Um, since that time, a company has come out with virtual reality technology goggles, and they call themselves Oculus Rift. I said, all right, you know, just a coincidence, you know, they just happen to call themselves, they deal with virtual reality, they happen to call themselves Oculus Rift, which came out with the 3D virtual reality glasses. Then later on, like, you know, most of my students, sometimes on the radio show, y'all call me Morpheus. Sony comes out with a competing product, compete against Oculus Rift with a set of goggles, and they call it Project Morpheus. I said, all right. I said, this is a joke or what? You know what I'm saying? But anyway, 
since that time, Mark Zuckerberg, who owned Facebook, brought up the company Oculus Rift for $2 billion, not $2 million, $2 billion with a B. And he said that virtual worlds is going to be the next form of social media just like Facebook. So I'm telling y'all, virtual currency and virtual worlds is about to blow up big time, and I want to get y'all in on the ground floor. All right? Right now, Bitcoin is $350 a coin. I think I have will be in Bitcoin. As a matter of fact, that's the other part of it. I will own it only in the form of a trustee because what I formed is a trust, and everything is going into this in, into the trust. So literally, as a trustee, I own it only in the capacity of a trustee, and I must administer it on behalf of said beneficiaries. And I, I'm going to be explaining more about that as well in those set of classes for the adults. I'm going to be explaining about what is a divine trust, how do you part the Red Sea with the separation of church and state, all that stuff I'm going to be teaching, and I'm going to be teaching brothers and sisters how to set up their own ministries, how to set your family up as a ministry. And then once you do that, there's things that you're able to do as a ministry. And this is going to form, just like the Bitcoin, a decentralized, distributed network of, of ministries. So you can sign up for that too. So, yes, in terms of Oculus Rift, we're going to be integrating, and this is what I'm going to be teaching the youth. Uh, some of the other projects we're going to be working on is, is, is tying in to the APIs and so on and so forth, tying in of these different third-party applications into Matrix 5. So, yes, right now, uh, Oculus Rift goggles is compatible with Matrix 5, but we're going to extend that capability even further. And, and there's another company that just came out with technology that allows you to actually pick up and hold things in the virtual world. See, I'm telling you, y'all have to understand that virtual reality, these virtual worlds, this is the plane of soul. This is the prototype for the plane of soul. This is what we are this is what we will return to. Remember, we came from the from the spirit realm when the vibrations of the ethers got slower, that produced the realm of the plane of soul. And when it got slow even still, and we produced the simulation called physical reality or physical or carnal flesh or physical all this was a simulation that we created while on the plane of soul. Train the simulation and we take off these garbs of flesh, it's back to the plane of soul. Matrix five and the virtual world and virtual and virtual currency technology is designed to be that transitional stage to help you return back to that. So all the things that we're doing in right now in Matrix Five, we train for the plane of soul. We could fly, we could teleport I could create materialized things. I could be standing right in front of you in, in, in Matrix 5 and materialize a whole house right in front of you immediately. These are the powers that we return it back to, and Matrix 5 virtual world is the perfect training ground for you on a psychological level. When you start flying around in there, it's going to start awakening parts of your DNA that's disabled and sleeping right now. But just by carrying it out inside Matrix 5, you will reawaken it because the subconscious mind does not distinguish between the virtual world and so-called reality. And so what you do is you do it in the virtual world. The subconscious mind takes that as fact and makes this physical world match that transition and matrix five. What I'm going to be teaching there is all aspects of technology. So again, get your young people in there. They'll be working in there with young people from all parts of the world because I'm going to be in a room. 
with people from all over the world, and we talk to each other face-to-face with no problems. And we're going to transact business right now. We're working on a project with Nigeria. And so what we're going to do is have all, right. all different regions represented in Matrix 5. Real quick, give them the website where they can go and find this information out. Secretofsecrets.info. Secretofsecrets.info. And on that home page, you're going to see where it says download the Matrix 5 Technology Academy white paper, and that just explains about the um, day school and after-school program that we're going to be putting together. And then for adults, you can sign the form that's right below that one for adults. And that's if, if you're interested in learning more about Bitcoin, taking part in the Bitcoin Club, and learning more about the virtual world. And also, if you're interested in doing a joint venture with us in uh, a Matrix 5, where if you're an entrepreneur, we're going to set you up with the store. If you're a teacher, we're going to set you up with your classrooms. If you have an organization, we set you up so you can have your meetings. If you're an artist, we got art galleries for you. If you're a performing artist, we got performing art stages for you. You know, whatever your thing is, just contact me. And the joint venture, we're not, we not asking for money up front. We put it as a joint venture, so you ain't even got to come out because there's not even no risk for you. I just want to get you up in there because I want Matrix 5 to be a place so that when anybody logs in, there's something going on. Over here, there's poetry reading going on over here. Over here, there's a classroom over here. Over here, uh, I got Dr. T- uh, Brother Todd's son, Dr. Hannibal. He's doing a Morris Museum inside Matrix 5. I'm speaking to Van Bader about doing a hip-hop museum inside Matrix 5. When you come in Matrix 5, you can literally visit other parts of the world. Nigeria is going to have a region that's going to be representing them in their marketplace. So when you, go, when you walk or fly over to that region, it's like you stuck into Nigeria. Brazil is going to have their own region representing them. You see what I'm saying? So everybody get yourself represented in this break. Get your foot in now. It's not going to cost you. Just sign up. Let me know what your business is. I'm putting together a directory also. Uh, let me give them the directory where they can go sign their business up and their organization up in the directory as well because we're creating a directory and we're going to have it so that your business is in there. It's going to be like, I don't want to say like Disney World or anything like that. It's going to be like a theme park. And we're going to have a whole lot of things represented in there. I'm putting, another, I'm putting together a form of hip-hop called BitHop, B-I-T, where we're going to take BitHop into the virtual realm and digitizing it. We're going to come up with 32-bit dances, 64-bit dances, Listen, we, we're about to take everything to another level. We're thinking outside the box. And what I'm going to take... This ain't some old stuff, you know. Nobody done did this before. Nobody done did this. Tell me one leader, tell me one organization that has said we're going to do without money. We're going to rid ourselves of this beast once and for all. It has never been done. And it's rare in this damn time that you could say Something has never been done. You show me, anybody listening right now, you show me one person who, one, is living without money right now. One person. Show me one person. Somebody said, right. one time you said, I mean, a bum. Yeah. You said a bum. A, a person but, said a bum one time. Tom, said a brother, bum? Brother said another day, he, said, oh, he said a bum. I said, listen, I said, even a bum got money. It's panhandling. And if you don't have money, you're trying to get money. So it's not just possession of money that's, that's the problem. It's the desire to even want to possess it. So that's what it is, y'all. I put, I let the cat out the bag, and I let you know that as long as you got money and you dealing with money, you will never be a god. You will never be a goddess because you got the devil, got a lover in you, controlling you. Period. Tell me one person right now that's living without money. Show me. 
there's not one person right now. I've seen people, I've seen so-called South African Bushmen putting together jewelry trinkets trying to get fiat. Everybody's been poisoned. That's like me. alchemy, we got to free ourselves yeah. this, this impurity. Please. I want to get to this uh, call queue because I don't know, you know, if this phone call is going to be extended past the 11 o'clock hour, but I still oh. recommend it. He calls in. Let's get these calls. Let's get these calls. Let's, let's roll them. Let's roll them. 2135. And uh, let's go to call up in the 520 429. 520 429. Call up. Hey, greetings. Peace. 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 Welcome to Nova Lake. Peace. We can hear you. It's Lon. This is Lil L. Yes, indeed, uh, Mom. Peace. Peace. I just wanted to, uh, first and foremost, I want to extend, you know, greetings to all of you. You know, the Pillars, KT, uh, Brother Akeem Bay. Yeah, this this is Millel. Uh, peace, my brother. Yes, indeed. Peace. Brother Hakeem, the brother I was telling you about with the Moabit Association. Oh, right. Yes, indeed. All right. Yes, yes. sir. I'm, I'm, I'm very excited right now. <laughs> I, I'm, I'm, I'm very excited right now. <laughs> Mm, uh, mm. Absolutely no. So I, I want to first, you know, actually I, I want to kind of take it back because you know, um, a lot of things have been said right now, and this is uh, I think it's all very relative. It's all very relevant. You know, I, I'll start it off just by saying, you know, in God we trust. Mm. You know, we we talking about the money. Mm-hmm. You know, but I, I think I have a I think I have a a, a bit of a take on the money. That mm-hmm. slightly varies, but I think we're saying the same thing. Mm-hmm. Uh, what I what I would say is money. You know, the concept of money, the, the the concept of it being valuable. You know, why are people trying to get to it? Because, like you said, I, I totally agree, brother. Um, there's a fixation on money, unlike anything else. Mm-hmm. You know, there's this mm-hmm. fixation. Yes, and, it, and it's, it's it's in the root of primal. Primal. Yeah, it, it's, it's definitely on that level. However, uh, in its origin, like I, I, I understand you, you mentioned, you know, the Kabul, you know, the bankers, and how it is that they're controlling man, they're manipulating man, and that there's something that they know about this money mm-hmm. and its relationship to man. Mm-hmm. So what I what I what I dare to say, what I challenge the listener is with the origin of money and God we trust. Mm. And in in ancient cultures, in our cultures, in the Asiatic cultures, merit. Merit that was the original. Mm-hmm. That's the money. What your words, know? your works, and your deeds. This is in the record book. This is what we understand as Muslims. That's right. Your words, your works, and your deeds. If you don't put in no work, you don't have no money. You don't have no merit. Mm -hmm. This this is the rules. We know this. This is a primal thing. Even in the street, we know this. If you don't if you don't put in that work, you don't have no merit. You don't. Your word don't mean nothing over here. And this is money. It's worth. This is money. It's the contract. That's right. That's right. That's right. So now, what money is, what money is, is, what money is, 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 is,
Islam, I just want to give you some real quick before I forget, because I know you will love it. And this goes yes. for listeners too. Uh, when you get a chance, go to YouTube and type in the Babylonian Woe. And this is going to show you exactly what you're talking about with the origins of money amongst our cultures and how it was overthrown by this cabal and how they mm. kept trying to do it with ancient commit but wasn't able to. So finally they resolved on using the Europeans as their playing ground because the reason why they couldn't overthrow commit is because the traditions were so powerful that even though they were there for a while, eventually they would be ran out. And so they couldn't really never really get a full on ancient commit. That's when they turned to the eat to the Europeans who was like an open slate with no four firmly established traditions and they set up with them and that's the reason why they ran rose to prominence is because through this international big cabal they was up able to upset the balance of powers. But anyway, yes, check out that Babylonian woe, you will love it, man, because it gets into yes, that sir. whole how it was overthrown. The ancient system. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. I, I wanted to I'll definitely say that, you know, what money really is, you know, especially when we start to talk about the Bitcoin and the technology behind it, mm-hmm. what money really is, even on an ancient level, it's the tokenizing of merit. This is why there's that confusion or that immediate understanding at the core. If mm-hmm. someone has money, they have merit, or at least we get mad when mm-hmm. we think this person has no merit. Why do they have money? Right. Right. This is at the core mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. At the, of the human being. Right, right. But now we and it's like you said, there's a, there's a, that's right. No, you said there's a blockchain. There's a, there's a connection in the DNA. That's right. Like you said, this record book. As you mentioned, that's right. As you, as you mentioned, there's, there's something. That's right. As you mentioned, there is a, there is a record. Of one's words, works, and deeds. Again, they've tokenized labor. Right. It's stored right. labor. When you put in work, somebody gives you what? Money. Right. They give you right. merit. They they honor you. They bring <laughs> they bring some something to you, in honor. See, this is what we're gonna get into. We're gonna get the, the great minds like yourself. We're gonna come together. And we're gonna break this thing down, and we're gonna create our own because now we can create our own tokens. I, I show you know about colored coin, and how you able to create on top of the Bitcoin blockchain your own coins that you color, and you can put contracts, you can embed L, trust everything into these colored coins. That you yes, can sir. Color how and make them whatever you want. So literally, they call it the age of designer coins. But literally, whatever cause you are about, you can create a coinage system for that. So that people now, when they uh, utilize certain coinage, they're also embracing the paradigm and everything tied in with that coinage. Indeed. So this is a beautiful, beautiful time that we're in right now because, like I said, the lion's cage door is open. This is true. This (laughs) is true. I've, I've had a vision as well. And what I saw was, you know, very similar. I noticed you know, your reference, um, you know, and I, I feel like, again, you know, it being the end of the world, you know, I, I feel like, you know, in God we trust. Mm-hmm. And and I I think that, you know, in that vision, you know, there was the, the Tower of Babel. Mm-hmm. And as they said, they were speaking one language. Mm-hmm. When we talk about this Bitcoin, it's a language, a computer mm-hmm. language, an algorithm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> It brings context to all the transactions. 
Yes, so now all we really are dealing with in, in the vision that I had seen, mm-hmm. you know, was that there, there's going to be this concept, this, this idea of building a tower to God. Mm-hmm. You build in the tower of your word, works, and your deeds. Mm-hmm. When you gain merit, this is what it is to be a noble. Mm-hmm. What right. is it that we're striving for? Mm-hmm. One should have merit. And I think that, you know, the, the pillars, they was mentioning this very early on. You know, certain ones lack merit and they have money. Mm-hmm. And that's the craziness. With this, with this, the way this society is set up, it shouldn't be that way. That's right. No, it's it, there's an issue of the distribution, as you said. There's this, mm-hmm. this, this. People aren't actually adding value anywhere. They don't mm-hmm. have any merit. But see, that's what it is. We had values. Mm-hmm. You know, like you said, there's a there's an ultimate issue with our people and why it is that. You know, our lives are are being considered, you know, useless and wasteless and and don't count for nothing. Mm -hmm. We're talking about one's value. What are you contributing, as the brother said, to the society? Right, right. There's a value in that. There's merit in that. See, once once you're contributing, Mm -hmm. now all of a sudden there's value. And that's the total. You know, once, once, that's right. That's right. You know, we are both at this in this creation. We are both trustee and beneficiary, and the more you put in your capacity of a trustee, the more you should be worthy of in your capacity of a beneficiary. The That's right. Directly proportional. You know what I'm saying? But the merit comes in 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 terms of your works that you put in for the trust res. You got you it. Work as a trustee. You know, and this is and, the and God we setup. trust. Right. Give me right. second. And God we trust. Fun. Yes, hold on one second. Family that's listening, call in on your phone, 347-637-2135. We have about a minute and a half remaining to the live feed, 347-637-2135. So you can join us as we extend past the 11 p.m. hour. Please continue. Indeed, indeed. No, brother, you. this is, this is it, it's all very much so relative. And, you know, the nature of the brother KT you mentioned, you know, I, I definitely caught on to, you know, the karma. You know, what is the reason why the money keeps coming up? It's the same mm-hmm. reason why your merit keeps coming up. Mm-hmm. You've got them crossroads, whatever it is, whatever seeds you're sowing. Mm-hmm. You've got to reap right. that. That's right. you got to reap your money. That's, That's your right. money. Mm-hmm. Or the lack thereof. Mm-hmm. That's right. You 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 got to put in that work. Bro, I guess you, 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 you have to be you have to be a work you have to be someone who's willing to grind. As long as you, right. you, you brothers mentioned, and I definitely wanna I wanna put that out there as well. You know, uh, the Moabit Association, absolutely. Um, we're definitely you know attempting to pioneer this this space as well. I'm brother. I'm glad that the brother is you know out here as well with me. I'm glad to know his soldiers in the field. Yes, indeed. Yes, indeed. And we need gonna, to we need to make this happen. And as you said, it's wide open. It's wide open, man. I don't. I want to be the first one to live purely fiat free and on, on on digital currency. We had those who did a vacation trip and all that kind of stuff off of Bitcoin, and I'm sure they was mixing and matching. You know, had to use fiat where where possible. I'm looking to 100% rid myself of this parasite. 100%. Don't even leave no traces. And my whole scheme. You know what I'm saying? 
And then, and then I, and then I know what I was shown was that once all that's out, like divine, like divine alchemy, now my God powers are going to be able to fully blossom with no weeds choking it at, at the stem at the root. That's what that money does. So now you're free from all that. Now, now your power is placed in a coin of your under under your control, and that's just a transitional phase. Because ultimately, you want the power to return back to the people, or even the money that's stored in Bitcoin and the uh, digital currency for now. Eventually, even that's going to be returned back to us. But this is like a way station. This, in other words, we're taking it out of the devil's hand. We're taking control of that loc- of that nucleus accumbens, part of our brain. That power. We're taking it out of his hands and putting it into our own hands. When you switch over from fiat to digital currency. You are putting that control of that primal mechanism into your control, and that this is this is true. Show. This is true. Um, you're absolutely right. As you said, however, there is this concept of being able to program the money, and there are different forms of programming. Meaning, you could create a currency like Bitcoin, to where there's no inflation, as you as you mentioned. There's a finite amount of Bitcoin. This is not an infinite stream of Bitcoins. Right. Right? This is, this is a fact. However, you can program the money to where it is not only not necessary to be mined, but is released at a certain frequency, and it's unending right. because, again, it's a right. program. Right. Hmm. And it can, it's just and a it program. Can be down. And the other thing, too, since Akalia, we teach about how to program reality and we create our programs and our sigils, now, for the first time, I'm going to be able to actually embed those programs into the actual currency. And so now currency or energy in motion is going to naturally energize the programs you reach because it's embedded in a unit of energy and is in motion. And so it's going to help your programs. I'm going to do an experiment. I'm telling you, as soon as I rid myself 100% of this, like I could be, man, I'm going I'm to I'm do, do some things. Watch. We're talking I'm about a, the situation a, now where we can seriously monetize money by way of merit, meaning that it can definitely be earned by somebody actually right. having to do something, right, that's worthy All of right. their merit, bringing value to it to be like, you earned that. Yeah, I mean, you earned that that piece of quote unquote right. money. Listen, everyone, right. take part. I got take um, part. Like, yeah, like, um, like in that video, I'm gathering them up. Gathering them up. I got to open up Red's line again. Give me one second. Um, yeah, Brother D. Miller, you are welcome to remain with us. I just want to take another caller because we do have yes, hands sir. up in the call queue. All right, so let me go to caller from the 347 427. Caller from the 347. Four two seven. Any questions, comments, or concerns? Welcome to KTL. Peace. 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 Great. Peace. Yeah, I had a question for AKA Morpheus. Yes, indeed. So you say that um, just wanting, you know, just wanting the money, just you know, that right. that also keeps the virus going. Right. That 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 just lodges even more firmly into your head because that level is not a physical level that you can see with your eyes. You see what I'm saying? It's a psychological level that's encoded. The dopamine 
and that whole structure helps to encode the memories of these things. That's why every time you make a decision, it's drawn on all these different things. Your memory, what was your past experiences with that, da, 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 a little bit of this. It's drawn on all these different things. You see what I'm saying? And so even so, I'm, I want to get to the point where not only I don't own any fiat currency, but more importantly, I don't even desire, not only I don't desire, I don't desire to own it, I abhor it. The reverse. And so now I'm bouncing that level up out of my mind. But as long as you from there, I mean, so. Even if you didn't have money, if you was just a, a so called bum panhandling and you didn't have a dime in your pocket, you desiring, you, you, you searching for it, you seeking it, and therefore mm-hmm. it's your God. And every time you every time you do business with it, every time you spend it, that's worship. You're worshiping that because you see it as your means to food, clothing, shelter, and everything that you need. You see it, and just by you utilizing it, you worshiping it, and you giving it its value. You, you giving it its relevance because there's nothing backing it up. It's just a mutually agreed upon convention that I recognize as being worth a dollar if you do. And so every time you spend it, every time you utilize it, you're giving power to the beast. And that goes for every conscious person out here. You call yourself conscious, but if you spend, if you're utilizing that and it's in your grasp, it's in your touch, then there's going to be times where you could expect, quote, unquote, unexpected results. And that's what I found happening. That's the monkey wrench. When you're doing this and you know you're doing everything right and you're still getting unexpected results, what's going about these unexpected results? Like a virus on the computer. It's the money and the level money. What they said. The love of money is the root of all evil. They didn't even say the possession of money. They said the love of it because that's the level. Right. So once you do away with that, once you do away with that, then where do, I mean, where are you going from there? Like, what are you going to do from there? Once you, you know, I'm you don't desire it. I don't desire it. I'm, you know, my, my energy is in a unit that I have control of, and I can color it. I can make it look. I can shape it. I could come up with my own coin, make it look however I want to make it look. I could put a sigil. My coin could have the universal sigil on it. You see what I'm saying? So it's totally within my control. So now, once I do that, now I'm writing programs using Akalia. I've been writing programs using Akalia up to now. Akalia is a programming language where you take that which you want to manifest, put in a statement in a certain syntax, and compile it down to a sigil. Sigil is machine code language for the subconscious mind. The subconscious mind is the operating system of the universe. So once you run that sigil in machine code language on the subconscious mind, it's going to make it manifest. And so once I locked out the impurity or the monkey wrench that's producing the unexpected results, man, I'm going to have some powerful expected results. Yeah, because you changed my whole thought pattern, you know, from the first show you did, you know, oh, about the virus and, 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 you know, having mm-hmm. the money, man, that really flipped my mind. You know what I mean? It's so true, wow. though. Wow. It's so true. It makes know, a whole lot of sense. Everybody know What I'm saying, deep down inside, everybody knows it's true. And everybody's going to say, I knew that. But I just had to put certain things in certain words in certain ways so you could see the degree to which money is the root of all evil and that brothers or sisters act funny when it comes to money. Why? What's what's the mechanism going on here? And so they knew this way before modern science had all these EEG and magnetic resonance machines and all this stuff like this. They knew this. When you read yeah. that book, when you the, 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 the link I told you to go to 
on YouTube called The Babylonian Wall. Yeah, already got it up. Already got it up. There's a guy reading the book to you. Now listen to what he's going to break it down. You're going to see how this cabal weaved his way into governments, how, like, for instance, like Cyrus, who overthrew the stages, how he was a a, a pawn in their games. And they said, look, he was just a regular officer. They're like, look, we're going to put you in charge of a whole empire. Just do what we say. And once you set up an empire, let us set up our whole international banking syndicate. So they so so when you look at history in light of this, you will see that this there was a hidden hand bringing up empires, taking out empires. They stepped to a king, they be like, look, you know, they got to a point where they're like, look, you know, let us set up and let us set up in the shade of the temple. They set up in the shade of the temples, almost getting almost getting the uh, you know the uh, the agreement or protection of the temple. This is why they talk about Jesus overturning the, the money changes t- t- tables in the temples. Because the banks first set up there, and they would set up and they would put all the silver and stuff in the store, saying like, "We got it like that." And instead of you having to carry around all the silver, we'll just write you a promise every note, mm-hmm. or or a note that's redeemable in this that we holding you for here, and it's redeemable internationally. You could go over to China. We got boys over there. You could redeem this with. And this mm-hmm. was the game itself. This is how they was able to overthrow kingdoms, kings and kingdoms. They was concerned with their particular kingdom, whereas these. They didn't have no particular one kingdom. They was international in perspective from day one. So they operated from a whole different paradigm. And eventually that paradigm overthrew everything. And they set up this one God, which is really money. And yeah, they overthrew. Yes. Matthew, um, not to cut you off, did you see this movie? If you didn't, you know, it's all relative to what you're saying. Have you seen this movie, As Above, So Below? No. You you I'll should check for see it. this movie, man. Please check for it when you see it. If you got any links, send it to me. You know, right on my own contact button on the um, website. Send send me the link or whatever. Yeah, I'll try to send you the link. Everybody should see it. I mean, I got it off an of extra torrent, but um, you know, it's based uh-huh. in the you know with the um, it has to do with the philosopher's stone and this this mm. lady seeking this philosopher's stone and what it does and all the comedic you know sciences. It, 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 it it's a good movie to watch, man, because it opens up what you're saying about. You know, people going after the money, and what it really right. ends up doing is killing them. Right. You know, and they're the going after the gold and the silver, yeah. And the vision quest, because see, the vision quest, that, that, like I spoke about before, all this part of divine alchemy. And alchemy, you the experiment. It's not so much about transmuting physical gold, physical lead into physical gold. The real alchemy was dealing with the transmutation, transmutation of self. Yes, you that's what that movie certain, tells you. Oh, all right. Excellent. You know, when you see it, trust me, it'll it'll blow every. I think everybody should see it, man. Excellent. I watched Indeed. it last night. It blew my mind. All right. Definitely. As Thank above, you. Thank you. Oh, it recently right. came out. What's your name, brother? As above. My name? Yeah. My name, Eric. Yeah. Eric. Yeah, all right. Keep in touch, I'm brother. Eric. In the Bronx, dude. Excellent. Excellent. All right. Yeah, keep in touch. I would definitely love to see you, you know, join our um our class, our, our, our academy. And um, take part in the club and, you know, just get this thing moved because there's only going to be a handful of us. Like I seen that video, there was only a handful that survived this because there was only a handful that was, eight, even though they knew, only a handful who was actually willing and able and willing to actually free themselves of this. Yeah, because you totally, when you said the zombie thing, that is so true because that's exactly what, what would happen. If, 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 if people can't spend money, they're going to mm-hmm. turn into zombies. Oh yeah, the zombie apocalypse where they have no higher the whole higher 
cortex regions of the brain is shut down and overruled by the lower things, the primal way, it's just looking for food, just looking to gratify something, and that's what you see in the zombies. They just walk in, they have no soul, no purpose. They're just an avatar being motivated by primal need, by primal driven, you know, pri- driven by primal energies, and this is why they always have to shoot the zombie in the head right at the nucleus accumbens. Break, Especially break. these celebrities, these celebrities, and then the athletes and all this money they be spending—they yeah. they can't live yeah. without that money. It's part of conditioning. It's like that rat, the rat that sat there pressing that lever. That's totally irrational. It got to the point where the rat and kid are nothing else. It would just die of starvation, whatever, just to stimulate that part of the brain. That's the degree of conditioning that they have people out here to—they literally a zombie. And they become irrational. I've seen people, i seen a brother be one way, and then when an issue of money come up, a whole nother side, like that, that's where they get Dr. Jekyll and Mr. Hyde from, too. Mm. A whole nother part come out, that irrational part, and that's all rooted in that money. I'm telling you, it's going to become a point where when people start doing this, they're going to understand where those who free themselves from money, they're not even going to really 100% trust those who still deal with money because they're not really 100% to be trusted because they could turn double overnight and become irrational overnight just by that level called money being twisted. Yes, indeed. So I want to say thank you to the caller. Yeah, let me yeah. get your website again, though, before you go real quick. Secret. Secret of Secrets. Secret of Secrets. Dot info. Right. I-N-F-O. All right, bro. Peace. Good looking. Peace. Thank you. Peace. Let's go to caller from the 609-609-505. Well, from the 609-505, you are now rocking with the best. Peace. Peace. It sounds like somewhere in the Jersey area. So nine. You there? That might be uh, uh, Brother Ty's son, Hannibal. 609, caller, you with us? Peace. Oh, All right. Mm-hmm. i let that go. Mm-hmm. Peace, yes. Yeah, peace. Oh, Hello, somebody says. Oh, let me let me open the line back up. Peace, six oh nine call. Are you with us? Peace. Yes, me. Peace. Peace. How we go? Yes. From Jersey. Um, Who's this? It's Talik Al from Jersey. Yes, brother Talik. Yeah. Peace, man. Um, peace, man. I just want to say, uh, first of all, just enjoyed the, uh, the whole information. Um, I can definitely uh, open my mind up. I, no one ever spoke about money in that way. Um, and um, just the whole Bitcoin, I've been, um, I dialogue with um, Miller L before about the the Bitcoin, just okay. on the side. But um, I think um, I just have a question because yeah. everything you're speaking about is virtual, you know. Um, and I just want to know, what about the human, you know, just the fact that we need the human interaction and connection? You know what I'm saying? What about what the, the what? Human interaction. How we, how we connect, you know, with each other, you know, physically. You know what I'm saying? Right. Just, just being around each other, you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. You know, would that trump that? Would, would, would that be a problem? Oh. Would that cause a problem or it cause some type of insensitivity? To become no. about, you know what I'm saying? Because everything is now virtual. Anything can happen in the virtual world. You know what I'm saying? It's like a dream. It's like yeah, a dream, like a dream, you know. Yeah. And Morpheus means the god of dreams. And in right. like a dream, like I say in the dream, when you in the dream, 
for all intents and purposes, that's reality. And the only time you realize the dream is when you wake up. And then you realize that that was just a dream. But while you're in it, it seems just as real. And this is what's going to happen with the Matrix 5. The first times you went there and you're dealing with people, you're interacting with people, I mean, it's going to be, it's going to shock you how, how, how much real life it is. In other words, like, you in it, you, you're interacting with people, and then you actually got to stop and say, wait a minute, I'm logged into the virtual. It's like, you, and you even will start having dreams about it. Now, once this technology comes out and gets integrated and becomes widespread, you put on those glasses, it's like you in it. You turn around to the right, you turn around to the left, you are in it. You immerse. This is what they call an immersive environment. And you're going to find out that this is the plane of soul. And this is where the essence of all physical things is at. And so eventually with the, um, with the in other words, this is preparing us for the return back to the plane of soul. Remember in the, in the, in the first chapter of the Quran of the Quran of Scientific America, it gives you the pattern and it says Sophia or wisdom is speaking. And she says that you go from spirit, soul, to flesh, and then on the return trip, you bounce back up, you take off the garb of flesh, and you return back to plan of soul, overcome what you got to put, we can't overcome there, and return back to spirit. And so this is now, we're about to bounce back up now. We're about to reascend now 